I'm Morgan. And I'm Trisha. And we are first time new moms. Join us on this crazy, beautiful ride of momhood where we mom cast each week, breaking the stereotypes of momhood and supporting each other on the good, bad, and often comical parts of being a mom. This is Mom Jeans and Minivans for the perfectly imperfect mom. <laughs> hello, hello, Trisha. Hello. Happy Sunday. Yes, Sunday is our new recording day. (laughs) I know. It's kind of nice. It's a great way to start the week, I feel like. Yes, and things are... School's about to start for me. Yes, I know. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. That's insane. I know. So we had to move our recording dates, but we are here. Yes, we are here. And actually, it's really interesting that you say that because that is what our topic will be this today. I was going to say this evening because we're so used to recording at night (laughs) today. But before we do uh, jump into our topic, uh, we just want to remind everybody about uh, where they can find us or engage with us. and Be social with us. Exactly. <laughs> Speaking of social, uh, mm-hmm. our social media sites are our favorites um, because that's where we get to post our pictures and people really get to kind of put a face to the name. So uh, you and can find us. And we get to do us, the same. Uh, exactly. To the name. <laughs> um, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Mom Jeans and Minivans. Uh, we are also on Twitter as Mom Jeans Men and then the number one. So it's M-I-N-1. And last but not least, our email, which is where we really like to have that one-on-one engagement with people who want to share their stories or give some advice or, like you said the last time, recipes. Yes, please. (laughs) I know, right? (laughs) We love food. Girls or for us. (laughs) (laughs) So you can always email us. We are always here at minivans at yahoo.com. You got it. And... In case you want to share with your friends and you're wondering how they can listen to us, they can find us on so many of the platforms. But we have iTunes, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. So spread the word, share the love, ask them to to subscribe. You subscribe because one, it helps us, but also it's a great way that you can know when episodes are dropping and you can just see, oh, this is what they were talking about this week. Because if you're like us, life's busy and you don't have time to <laughs> go exactly. back and like, oh, remember that it's a podcast I listened to? Hmm, what's new? No. Yep. <laughs> let, let the internet work for you. <laughs> yes, exactly. We are talking all about going back to school with COVID. Yes. So how we feel, there's kind of lots of aspects. We there's have, so many aspects. We have Jack who is well into school. He knows mm-hmm. school. <laughs> and yep. we have Charlie. This is her first time yes. in school. And there's a lot emotionally, but then you add COVID to it. And we're going to talk a little about daycares. I know that was something you were thinking about with yes. Remy and work. So we're really just talking about all of, all of those and how COVID plays a factor into it. Yeah, so. exactly. So where should we start? Do you want to start with, I guess, with preschools? Should I start with Jack? What should we start with? Maybe Jack, because he's established. (laughs) All right, let's start. (laughs) Oldest to youngest. (laughs) Yeah, and I feel like, you know, any school-aged children, it, it has been a huge adjustment and a change going back to school and it started obviously is he excited does he want to no i mean jack's never excited about school if i'm being honest however he is going back and this is he's he's going to be a junior so this is his opportunity to to do c-tech which is like a he gets to go to a tech school like almost like blue collar type you've talked about this yeah yeah he's excited he is he's very excited about that Um, But so I guess the major things to discuss that's going to be obviously different for him is that he is only going to be at school on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays. It's three days a week and then two days are virtually. So Um, they are a hybrid model. They're a hybrid model, yes. Now, do they give options for just virtual or this was the only option? uh, I think there are virtual options. Uh, I believe from – I was reading a bunch of like the the – frequently asked questions you know there's like every question you can think of on there and I I do think they were making exceptions for the people that want to go fully virtual because that's Mm -hmm. kind of what we had to do at the end of the school year yeah but I think in an attempt to get the sociability you know keeping kids social social 
knowing that parents have to go back to work, they they wanted options. And they're trying to yeah. make it as, you know, as as much as they can go back to normal as possible. So I do believe they do have that option, but Jack's not taking that one because we all do have to work. So it's going to be three days there, two days virtually. And of the three days that they go there, the school is asking any parent that can drive their child to school to please do it just to reduce the amount of people that are going to be on the buses. I was just going to say, so are buses working? How does that work? Is it one kid per seat? So I don't even know. I think what they're hoping is that, you know, a good portion of the parents will be driving and picking up and that will allow for less kids on the bus. And what about school? Because I, so I keep asking these things. I only know, I hear about nieces and nephews locally and I know they have a hybrid and a virtual plan which I think lots of them are opting for virtual mm-hmm. but I know that if you are going to the school that it's like you that it's certain days of the week yep but there's a limit like they only have capacity for so many so I didn't know do they have capacity they're saying so they do and I think what they're I think what they're also doing is they're taking a portion of the kids I think they're alternating where some yeah. kids are going Tuesday Thursday and then it switches every other week so that there's you know a portion of the school in at one time like certain days and then a portion of the school in the other days and That's it's so allowing crazy. yeah it's a lot it's a lot to manage but it sounds like um I mean obviously Jack's mom Melinda has been on top of all of this mm. stuff oh, so I'm I've sure. kind of yeah. I've been more just like hearing things here and there you know, asking specific questions. Um, but she was saying, like, the school is, like, really on top of it. They've really, like, done an amazing job at really covering all bases, figuring out how everything's going to work, even lunch period. Um, so how everything. does that work? And masks are essential. Like, they have to wear their masks. And okay. at lunch, um, they're really, and I think this has always been the case, but more so than ever, they're allowing kids to eat wherever they want so once kids kind of come in and get their food they're asked to kind of leave and go find places to go so that more kids can come in and get their food and so they could really sit anywhere in the school but they have to be you know at a distance they have to have their six feet distance and all that so okay yeah it sounds like they've really like you even i was like reviewing like the frequently asked questions and there's just like so many questions and everything has been answered they've really it does sound like they've really thought through everything which is nice to see i mean you have to have a million questions that's you have to. your kid we're all trying to figure out how covid works just day to day so yeah and when all your child's out of your child care yeah to get it out of your care so how are they thinking about how are they keeping your child safe? So yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a million questions, but that's so great that Melinda feels safe. And yeah, exactly. Really checked everything off. Yeah. So she actually has said, I will drive him to school every single day. And so how does I don't drop know. off work? Um, it's, it's, I think it's what it always is. It's just dropped off. You drop off and you leave. Like you can't hang around. There's no hanging around. So they get dropped off and then they have to go straight to their homeroom classes. There's no like hanging out anywhere. Okay. Yeah. So. And when does that start for him? Um, September. When's the start date? I want to say it's the second week in September. Okay. Yeah. Right after so Labor Day. Soon. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Charlie starts on September 8th. Yep. It's so that's yeah. the day after Labor Day. Yeah, exactly. Oh God. And that's, I guess, the true test. That's a lot of what I've been battling. Mm-hmm. So Charlie will be at the same school as me. She'll be in a different class. Mm-hmm. But it's the whole idea of you're leaving your bubble. Like, yep. I, I feel very much like it sounds like Melinda does and that they the school will be at has really done their due diligence in factoring in, okay, how to keep the family safe? How do you keep the staff safe? The founders of the school, they have kids going there, so they definitely are invested, you know? like Yeah. We, we don't want any cases, obviously, and we would love to keep the school open and not have to go virtual. So I, I do appreciate all the little details and everything that they, you know, thought of. Yeah. But it still makes me nervous. Like, I just... Of course. I can't control it. And then also... Yes, two and older mm-hmm. have to wear a mask. So Charlie will be at a Montessori school and 
the infant toddler class starts at 16 months to three years. Mm-hmm. And then you have, you know, your primary classrooms that are three to five, mm-hmm. like right before first grade. Right. And so those kids, they can understand social distancing. They've been wearing masks, but it's the toddlers that I'm like, social distance? Are you kidding me? Like, Right, right. <laughs> they don't get it. They want to play with the toy that someone else is playing with. They want to see what you're doing. So you are really, really trusting the Montessori community. And I feel a little better in that. So for my certification program, I've been talking to some of my cohorts who have kids that have done Montessori previously. And they'll be going back again again this year, different school. But they were telling me just that the community, that it really is that sense of community, that people really care about each other. They look after each other. I mean, that's a big part of the Montessori philosophy is treating everyone equal, peaceful. But I think that's something that so often we can talk about as a society, but is it always practiced, you know? Right, yeah. So hearing that it sounds like people really do practice it. And I'm hoping that means that people all have the same interest. And because I know there's so many people are like, I don't need to wear a mask, you're taking away my rights. Um, Right. Or they will hang out with whoever on the weekdays, weekend, you know, just in their own time. I don't know what those people have been doing. So I'm just I'm I'm trusting. (laughs) It's hard trusting people I've never met. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And especially because you really truly have been so such a homebody too throughout all of us that Mm -hmm. it's really it's a huge change for you. It's a huge change for her. I mean, all around, it just adds to all the changes that yes, you're going through. Now, yeah. do they take the like temperatures of all the kids yeah. before you go in? Okay. So I was just going to say that drop-off is contactless, that you have a little app, you check your child in. Parents know when is allowed in the school. Mm-hmm. Good. So, and even when you come in the school, we have, this is would have been done even if COVID didn't exist. Many Montessori schools do it, but indoor shoes only. But in terms of germs and spreading, like that's just... It just oh, benefits us in this COVID mm-hmm. time. So the teachers need to have their own, you know, shoes that just stay at school. Same with the kids. But yeah, so 100.4 is the cutoff for temperatures. Okay. And so we will take it when you get dropped off. And then again, at least at lunchtime, because that's when everyone's mask will come off. Right. Okay. Yeah. So. Great. Yeah. Um, and then it's, uh, it, I won't see Charlie during the day. So before the two toddler classes would have intermingled, but they're not having that this year because of COVID. So, okay, right. I mean, and that makes sense that I, you know, I want her to be as safe and all the other students to be as safe. But a part of me is like, oh, I won't be able to see her during the day. I know. <laughs> I know. Hard. It'll be fine. I'll be so busy. I'll be like, oh my gosh, the day is done. Yes. So when we have been trying to practice wearing our mask at home, I got one for Charlie. It How is she has she done lasted, with it? I was going to say it's lasted all of like one minute. Okay. She has we'll fun with it. Sometimes she wants to play with it. Sometimes she doesn't. So she technically has two months before she's two. And uh, it, it needs to be, you know, for her to keep it on. So I'm hoping that keeping it casual and she kind of sees Phil and I wearing it, that she'll be into it. I know the school is offering hats which charlie is a hat girl so they're like little fisherman hats you know like yeah um but the front has a clear visor that covers their all the kids face okay so i feel like that will go over well with her and probably lots of the other kids so they'll have that and even for the teachers actually we have not started school yet but they were talking about how we have all these different mask options you can wear your own but a big part of the school is, especially the younger ages, is the kids being able to watch your mouth and how you're pronunciating words. Right. I so know. I we, remember you saying that about the clear masks. I thought that was yeah. great. Yeah. So they'll have clear masks. Exactly. Oh, sorry. I just so. like stole your thunder saying no, it. No, no. We've, we've said it before, but okay. not everyone maybe has listened to that episode. So <laughs> Chase, Trisha, gosh, no, totally kidding. <laughs> and I know. So going back to and 
also chime in for Jack too. Like if any of this like rings a bell and all the stuff that yeah. you're reading. Mm-hmm. But um, so we all had to sign COVID agreements, employees, families. And part of it is agreeing to stay. I don't want to say stay local, but basically stay within your circle that you've been keeping to. Right. Outside of school. And if you go out of state, you have to communicate with the school and because every state has I guess different rules back yeah yeah about how you need to um what's not detox what's the word I'm looking for Trisha uh quarantine quarantine thank you (laughs) (laughs) I'm like I got you yes you know (laughs) so that's a big one that they're really asking people to communicate and follow the travel advisory recommendations for COVID at the time what else is a big one. Oh, for staff, we have to wear our hair pulled back, which just, I guess, so we don't play with it as much. Okay. I was like, okay. My friend was helping me because I was like, what? I, I wear my hair down so often. Yeah. Like, what am I supposed to do? So she sent me like a link of like 15 different braids and styles I can wear. Oh, that's fun. Well, it was. I'm like, one, those are cute. I'll probably be wearing two little just buns, like right, boat, little buns in the back. I'm like, if I'm able to pull off some of these boho looks in the morning with getting Charlie ready, me ready, I have way too much time on my hand. But, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, we have to disinfect our cell phones when we get to work every day. Okay. And we also need to have a separate pair of clothes at school, which I feel like that one, I'm not positive on that, but we would have to do that anyway, just for bodily fluids thinking especially younger kids yes COVID it applies but we're changing diapers kids can throw up <laughs> kids right. can their pants so if there's any of that happens that the kids need to have their extra pair of clothes at school and we have to have ours so it's again like one of those with the shoes we would have done anyways but it's just another element of keeping things safe and then hand washing um that has been a big one and that we have to do it hourly obviously like the times you use a restroom and like you're gonna eat the times that you normally would have right but with all the kids we are gonna be well we're supposed to be teaching them how to wash their hands anyways that's just part of their practical life <laughs> exactly <laughs> but they are gonna nail that one real early <laughs> Yeah. Wow. Okay. You guys have like a lot of things in place. I feel like it's a little more important when you have the the younger kids too. Yes, exactly. And the older ones will still have to do it, but I think it'll be easier for them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can just picture all these toddlers. They love water. It's going to be like the longest hand washing experience ever. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Like, no, I'm not done yet. Yes, you are. Yeah, I know. Right. Uh, everyone has to bring their own sleeping bag for their cots or you know some something to sleep on yeah. with the cot now and they we'll would be... normally have to do that anyways or would some of the kids yeah, just sleep they right would. on the cot okay <clears throat> no they would but what we are going to do is go head to toe so if we the space allows you know have them six feet apart but if not but if not where someone's head is then someone's feet need to be at the other end so there's okay. no like, head to head head to head yep Yep, and then that um, everyone's nap, mat, sleeping bags, what have you, every Friday they go home so they can be laundered. Okay. How many yeah. ki- children do you think are going to get kicked in the face? I'm just wondering. <laughs> They're not gonna, they each have their own mat or their cot, Trisha. I didn't know how far away they were. Sometimes those mats are like right lined up right they're, next to one another. They're raised on the ground. Oh, the okay. Ground. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Try to explain the black eyes to the parents. Yeah. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> and I'm trying to think. So that's a lot for what yeah. we have to do. I th- um I know we talked about, and again, I have said this, we haven't started school in a big part of the two weeks. We're going to go over all the details. Mm-hmm. Our um, like schoolwork. I believe we're going to have a 72-hour period before any schoolwork can be, be brought home. So I think... We're going to let everything sit like Friday and then on Monday would be the day that their projects or what they've done goes home. Got you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, like lots of times, even in stores, you'll see um, for returned items that they won't be put back out on shelves for 72 hours. Yes. Yeah. And then obviously, like, we're going to have a cleaning staff come through and, you know, 
be more hardcore than ever, but mm-hmm. us as a staff also has to wipe everything pick up. down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a lot more of that. So like I said, they've really, really like taken been everything mindful. into consideration. Yeah, yeah. But it's just that emotional aspect with COVID. You're hoping for the best. I mean, obviously, I don't want anyone to get sick. And then personally, as a family, Phil has a lower immune system because right. of his liver transplant. Yep. Charlie's a little baby. You just, you don't know how COVID will affect. You hear strong, healthy people can take a turn for a worse. And then me being pregnant, I don't know the factors on that. So right. I want everyone in the school to be safe. And then on just an emotional level, like you said, I've really kind of kept us home and kept our circle tight of the people we've seen. And then there's that part of, I'm not going to see my baby girl every day. You know, I was just Oh my like, gosh, I know. Oh, I was labeling her school supplies and I got a little teary eyed, Trisha. Yeah, of course. Oh, I was like, oh my um, God. I get it. It's, oh, <laughs> I know, right? I was like, oh, she's a big girl five days a week. And it's going to be so great for her. But yeah. I've had that time with her for two years of it's Mama and Charlie and we yeah. do our things. I mean, the fact of getting onto schedule, that's just going to be a whole other rude awakening. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but if I also feel like you have totally set her up to succeed in that kind of environment. I feel like although you two have been home, you have, she's so well adjusted. And, you know, I think as much as you guys will miss each other, I think she's going to thrive. Oh, she's going to do fine. Yeah. This mama with her prego hormones <laughs> on top of everything. Yeah, of I course. warned my, the person I'll be in the room with, the other teacher. I was like, yeah, I'm going to ball probably. I'm going to have the hardest time. And the school does not know I'm pregnant yet. So right. no one's going to know keep that. keep that on the down low. <laughs> yeah. Well, I want them to, I, we haven't started. I want them to get to know me and my work ethic and what I can bring to the table and how excited I am before yes. you're looked at as the pregnant teacher. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so I'm going to be the emotional wreck, but at least I'll have a lot of really cute kiddos distracting to keep you me occupied. through the day. Exactly. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and who knows, it might be even easier than you think. You just never know. Or maybe it's just going to be like one day and then it's going to be like five times easier the next and five times easier than that the next day after that. You just never know. I know. But I hear you. You're going from like all to nothing and, you know, yes. quickly. Even these next two weeks. So Phil and a sister-in-law are going to watch Charlie over the next two weeks while mm-hmm. I'm at school doing yeah. kind of orientation stuff and making sure we are all ready to go. And I'm like, even the fact that they will be recapping me on what she did for the day. Oh my gosh. Like, crazy. That's right. Like, it's like wouldn't yeah. you have a hard time with that? If someone else is telling you what your baby girl did, like that's what yes. you and I do. We fill our hubbies in on exactly oh, she did this today. Yep. Um, even the little nitty gritty things, I'm like, Phil, do you need me to do a little Charlie checklist so that all the things I do in the morning of besides obviously feeding her, getting her dressed, but we, I do her daily vitamin. I do her vitamin D drops. Right. Um, we, she got a little like yellowing of her toenail. So every other day I put that on. It's just like all those little things. I'm like, I Phil, know. You know, you're going to have to do her hair every other day. It's just relinquishing that control. And obviously she's going to be fine. Right. But it's just like, ah, I'm like, can you make sure she tries to get some veggies? Cause she needs to poo once a day. It's just, yeah, <laughs> that's your girl. And you just, you automatically do those things. And, yep. I know. Ah, so it's, it's, it's definitely going to be tougher on me. No doubt about it. Oh yeah. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Well, speaking of Charlie going back to school, so I had seriously looked into daycare for Remy because, you know, Jason really needs to spend his time looking for something. And when he's got Remy, Mm -hmm. you can't do anything. And And you've been talking about this even prior, just with your balance at work and work picking up. Exactly. And you still want to be able to stimulate Remy enough. Yes. And so I, I was like, you know what, I think it's just time, like work is getting really busy for me. She's obviously becoming, becoming a lot more active and doing more things. And I just want her, yeah, I want her to be socializing. I want her to be able to just play, like roam free, play, do, you know, do what she does. 
and not feel like she's got to be held back because I'm working. Um, mm-hmm. So I started to look into daycares. I looked into three and oh. I really kind of quickly decided like, okay, right now is not the time. So one of the daycares got back to me and this is where my sister-in-law sent her kids and she's raved about it for the longest time like even when Mm -hmm. I remember we walked by it there was this it was a little fair right next to it and she's like oh my gosh you have to go there they're amazing (laughs) so um she was very nice the woman in charge was very nice and got back to me and said you know unfortunately we canceled our two-year-old program because they canceled it they canceled it yeah so they actually canceled the two-year-old program. So when does it start? Is three the age then? Yeah. So it starts with three. So they have like their three-year-old programs. So she's like, check back in the fall. I don't know what's going to happen come the fall. It's so, going to get worse. Yeah. So I was <laughs> no like, gonna be able okay. to tell the flu from COVID. <laughs> so I was like, wah. Oh, that's always the best. Going off of someone who just feels so passionately and yes. that you trust them. So it puts your mind at ease. Yeah. And I mean, I mean her oldest daughter is 11 and my nephew is nine. So, you know, they've been out of that school for that many years and the, that woman is still in charge and, uh, she sounds, she does, she just sounds very sweet and amazing. So that, I was really excited about that one. So then when I heard that, I was like, meh. And then, um, contacted the Montessori school down the street and they said, Oh, that you did? I did. You didn't tell me. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> they told, well, because they got back to me right away and said, uh, to not even contact them. They well one, they're not doing tours and two Yeah. To not contact them till January because that's when she'll be of aid. Like that's when she'll be able to start. Oh, so when's their start? I don't I believe in September. I believe in, in September. No, but so what's the age requirement? Because you said that they oh, she's two. not of age. She's she has to be two. Oh, and they won't do a roll in, nope. I guess. No, yeah. In October. Okay. No, so that's why she was saying Is this the school that we looked online? Yeah. It was so gorgeous. Oh yes. my god. <laughs> Like, I want to be a kid again and go there. Their campus looked amazing. I know. <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't know who I'm kidding. We can't afford but that right now. But another aspect that you just talked about, they aren't doing tours. And I imagine with the daycares, that's very much the same thing. So I know for like Charlie and our school that they were doing lots of virtual tours and then they were working with families if you want to do individual visits. But everyone's just having to do things so differently yeah, and cut and back and cut back and find ways of yeah okay this is how you can't just have a big group of everyone come check us out yep yeah and then the other one so this one was when before Remy was born I started to look up daycares just because I didn't know what was going to happen as far as work and what I would do and so I started to just kind of do some research get a basic idea I'm sorry somebody keeps driving by on a quad like there's never quads on my street but apparently there's a guy driving by with a quad and like gardening tools on his back so um circus is in town so this other one i had found and people were raving about it and they and then it was funny because i happened to see a whole feed where they said just so you know when it comes time to registering or orientation, whatever, I forget what it was. When the kids, when you have to sign the kids up, people sleep in their cars outside. What? So that they can be the God, first that's ones hardcore. there to sign up. This reminds me of big cities where you have to I know. get your kids in, in utero for right. preschool. Like, that's what it sounds like. So I was like, but so many, if people are willing to sleep in their cars to get in, then I was like, it's got to be pretty good. So I was like, well, You're like I'll I want to sleep in a car. <laughs> <laughs> I would forgo a night for that, I guess. Right? But I, not that I want to, but I, I thought to myself, well, I'll just reach out and I'll get some more information. Yeah. And see, and they never even got back to me. So I was like, you know what? There, If people are sleeping oh. in cars to get in, like, obviously they are just, really Still, busy I don't that puts a bad taste in my mouth when people yeah. can't at least say we have a waiting list or just communicate with you yeah so I don't know if maybe my I will give them the benefit of the doubt and say that my email got lost in the shuffle or whatever I would be willing to reach back out but at this point in time I've kind of just decided okay I'm going to give it a little time I'm going to let people all get back into school figure out mm-hmm. the whole COVID thing and see where it goes right now we're managing how would you f- i was gonna say how would you feel do you think and if you were to send rami right now with covid i think i would feel okay um 
to be honest. I mean, emotionally wise, that's like a whole nother thing. I think yes. it would be difficult. It's one thing when she's not in my care, but she's with Jason. It's another thing that she's in somebody else's care completely yeah. and with COVID. But I feel yep. like if I were, I think the hardest part, and not necessarily the COVID, and I know that there's so many different stories and even healthy people are getting sick, mm-hmm. but I just feel like we have pretty strong immune systems and I I feel like she's at least not as ri- it's not as risky for her as it might be for some other people. Someone else. So yeah. I, I, and as much as I would be concerned and I'd want to make sure that like all safety measures are taken, I don't think that the thing on my mind is going to be, oh, is she going to get COVID? It's still going to be the primary thing, whether COVID was around or not, which is, is she being well taken care of? Is she mm-hmm. getting the attention she needs? Is she getting the stimulation? Is she being challenged? Is she getting along? Like all those normal thoughts I feel like would be in my head. Now, yeah, something... I feel like in, oh, no, sorry. I was just going to say, I feel like in general, you always hear about kids go back to school and everyone gets sick. Yes. So I'm just like in normal, they just, they spread right. germs. So I, I think that's playing into my head of, how do you contain it? And did I tell you Charlie's new thing? Which I'm like, this is not the time to do this, baby. Oh, God. What's sneezing? It's fake, fake coughing. <laughs> yeah, fake coughing. Wait, Remy's been doing that, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She's so, like, <coughs> yes. Like, oh, no. Okay, like, this is a good time to practice cover her mouth. But she thinks she's hilarious. I'm like, if you see someone sneeze, it could be allergies in the aisle at a grocery store. At least my first thought is COVID. You just well, don't yes. know. So with cold and flu season and kids normally would get sick this time. So this will really, you were saying how like you feel like you have really strong immune systems. I've gotten very lucky. We both have talked about this. Like, I don't think the girls really have gotten sick. We haven't had to take them to the doctor other than their normal yes. check, you know, mm-hmm. their check check-ins. But I'm like, oh, it's just going to be hard navigating. One, they haven't really been sick, but navigating okay, she's a slight temperature. What is it? like? Okay, so I will agree. Yes, I will agree that, so she, I think she's got allergies or something and it kind of came on pretty fast and strong where she had like her, you could just see it in her face. Like her face looked sick and she had a runny nose and she was coughing a little bit, but I think from the post-nasal drip, it was tickling her throat. She was sneezing. She didn't have a temperature though. And I was like, well, thank God. God, oh, that's right, like last week or did, something, right? Yes, because I was mm-hmm. like, if she did, then I would be like, she's got COVID. Like, and now yeah. what? Now what do we do? How do we quarantine? What do we do? So it was more, I think, not even concerned that it might be like hor- horrible for her. But like, what do we do about everybody else? Like, who do I have to contact to tell yeah. them? <laughs> yeah, what's your whole chain of people you've seen? And Yeah, but I oh. do agree. Those common colds, the allergies, they all yeah. show up the same. They're similar yes. symptoms to COVID. So it's like, how do you navigate? How do you know? I think the temperature is a big one. So her not having a temperature, it really like... I like all like, those. Okay. Yeah. It, yeah. It made me feel so much better. I was like, okay, it's just allergies. It's just a cold. And then Jack's allergies, he gets horrible allergies <laughs> and they hit like a day or two later, like a ton of bricks. So I was like, okay, it's the Ugh, allergies. It's, it's the slight so... change in seasons because it's already getting cooler. No, but you sit there and watch because I think the, the symptoms that I've heard of lately, if it could be COVID, it can correlate to every other every other thing out there so you of course have the temperature but a dry cough shortness of breath the whole taste and smell thing like loss of taste and smell a sore throat it's very hard to differentiate i'm like that could be the flu exactly exactly (laughs) i mean it really could be anything so it's like yeah it's yeah it's that i feel like is tough but that i feel like that's tough all around i feel like these yeah. doctor's offices are going to be so inundated with people coming in oh, god with common colds <laughs> just like ah oh, test for Can my they child bring back doctors home visits that oh, would be that the would greatest be thing right now <laughs> i know let's move to europe that's what they do in europe so. <laughs> Yes, please. We can really nail down that French we've been working on. I know. (laughs) So I do have one other daycare I had completely forgotten about that I had contacted. And Mm -hmm. um, so this one, uh, now I haven't contacted her yet. I do want to contact her again. But I contacted her at the very beginning. My friend sends her two children there. And she does it out of her home. It's like this, you know, Mm -hmm. private small one out of her home. And it's right in Greenwood Lake. And what I loved about that is... 
I we would be living here. Now my new office is here. She's here. like everything is in Just literally right walking there. distance if we really mm-hmm. wanted it to be. Um, so I was going to contact her to see, okay, well, this is just a, a small knit group of people. Maybe this could, maybe she's still doing Work. it. And now that Remy's almost two, she's kind of out of that. She could only take two children under two because of the limitations with not having um, additional, you know, teacher support mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah. So now that Remy's almost two, I'm like, okay, well, maybe she can, she, she now falls into that bigger group where if she already has her two two-year-olds under two-year-olds, maybe there's room for her now. Because when I had first called, there wasn't room for her. She had just filled the spot. Gotcha. Which I wasn't ready to do anything anyways. I just was inquiring, but. Yeah, I was going to say, and with that, like, you are trusting the other families. Yes. Like, I, my nature would be like, so, uh. Can you tell me who the other families are? Can I like? Well, and I think I and I and I would definitely ask those questions. I'd say, okay, well, this is just a small group, but like, yeah, where like it just takes. I know my my one friend at the time was she was commuting into the city, so the city too. Like Mm, you're now going on public transportation, and you know, like there's so many factors that play in. But I feel like I would ask those questions, but I'd also I'd also feel like I'd be like, you know, I mean, you just there's you only have so much control other over mm-hmm. other people and you have to just hope that everybody that is of faith. yeah yep. that everyone's doing their part because their child's there too and they would hope that other people were doing the same yeah but like you said totally. people have different mindsets some people think they this do. is a hoax I mean, yep some people you know? think it's a hoax i've seen well i know in florida and georgia masks are not required yeah um, so as soon as the kids get into school and they're they the two, off. two of the worst states right I now know. with covid <laughs> And I know this because I've had to mail packages to those two states, and it takes weeks to get to them from the post office. And Well, I think a big part is they want their federal funding. So Mm -hmm. the schools, I know in Georgia, I can't speak for Florida, but they need to be open for 10 days to be able to at least get the funding, and then they can go virtual. Oh, it's so crazy. I know. But um, I actually have a whole checklist, Tricia. Oh, okay. um, For things to look out for for a daycare okay yes um, Ooh, i know you're me. saying you have a bunch of questions and it's funny so i will just um hit the bullet points well i'm not going to get into the specific details of them and i will post the link to this article with the episode so if anyone wants to look into it further yes, please okay <laughs> so before you visit a child care program the first thing says check the status of the provider's license or certification yes that I had already known about, but yes, I had done that. So thank you. Mm-hmm. You can thank the article. Okay. <laughs> thank you. Article. <laughs> this is quality first is uh, who it's by. The other says call the program director or child care home provider. So you've been doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it has a list of questions just kind of to ask them about. Because I know that was a big thing. I was asking my neighbors back when I was um, thinking about going back to work with Charlie there's just so many different daycares some provide meals some don't some have allergies you know restrictions some you the whole diapering thing they're just everyone does it so differently so this gets into more detail about things you might want to ask about and then schedule in-person visit which I don't know how everyone's doing that right now (laughs) right Um, and then at your visit these are the questions to ask but do you have a parent handbook? Which I don't think I would have asked, like thought to ask about that one, but it's such a good question. Yeah, that's a great question. Yeah. And then what are the qualifications of the director and teachers? How long have they been working with children? Mm. So I think that's another great one. Mm-hmm. And then they have, how do you keep families informed about your program and their child's progress? That's a big one for me. Like that's yeah, something mm-hmm. I would definitely want to know. Like, what are the check-ins? Like, because some schools are so great about saying, okay, this is what your child did today. This is this. This is when they nap. This is what they ate, blah, 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 blah. And then yeah. there's other ones where unless you ask, you're not even told. No. And you're coming. There's a reason you're dropping your kid off. You're busy. So you need them to communicate with you and make yes. your life easier. And then also, I just want to be able to have a conversation with my child at the end of the day and still feel involved with their life. So yeah. if I know what they did, I can ask them, oh, how did this go? It's just, mm-hmm. you can, it's, yeah. Exactly. So key. What is your ratio of teachers to children and maximum group size? Mm-hmm. So that one I know definitely varies state to state. Oh, yeah. And this 
does give more specifics of age range. It just does birth to 12 months. It gives a ratio and it goes all the way to four to five years. Okay, um, great. So it can give you a little starting point. Oh, I love and that. And then, yeah. And then how does your, how does the program deal with children with challenging behavior? I think that oh, one's a great one. That's because really great. Especially at Charlie and Remy's age, they, kids can't verbalize and biting and hitting is so common. Mm-hmm. Like, how would you react if your kid comes home with bite marks? <laughs> now, all these questions, do they make you think about how you would answer a parent with what you're doing? Uh, we go. We have that all in our handbook. Okay, great. Yeah. Yep, yep. So it's all covered, and us as teachers know what to do. It's something we've gone over in my Montessori certification program. And then also because I'm on the other end of things of not just being a teacher at the school, but a parent at the school, it was clearly communicated in the handbook so again that handbook is so important I think yeah it's great yeah and then at your visit the things to look for so it talks about positive nurturing teacher child interactions and again it gives much more specific I'll read the first one does the teacher make eye contact with the children smile and listen without interrupting Hmm. Um, yeah so just little kind of I think things that we would probably naturally pick up on but in case you're not sure there and there might be a few in here that you're like oh that's a great one I wouldn't have thought yeah I'm to. sure there's I, going I, to be yeah and I, <laughs> I think like it's like when you go looking for a home your first visit you're just taking in so much information and then as soon as you leave you're like oh wait I forgot to talk about this or ask about this or look into this the, because you just get so overwhelmed in a first visit so I could see that happening with a first visit at a daycare facility so mm-hmm. just kind of having some bullet points of things to look out for can help you <laughs> as you take in yeah. all the vast information definitely so then it has again this is at under um things to look for at your visit classroom environment so is there ample space and materials to encourage play and learning with within the child's reach including and then it gives suggestions on that And it also gives suggestions on things to look for in outdoor environment. Uh Um, You know, just is there outdoor area with shade? Um, Is it used daily? Just the specifics. Yeah, that's a big one for me. I mean, she was getting so, yes, and she was, and it's so good for her. Like she was getting so Mm -hmm. rambunctious this morning. I was like, she's got to get outside. She's got to get outside. And she came back and ate. And went to sleep so easily. So it's like she kids that. need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred percent. Even I would wonder, and I don't see this listed, but so for us, we'll be in Philadelphia, and how are the kids getting transported to the playgrounds or to their outdoor space if it's not right at the school? Right. Because you know you want to make sure they get there safely. So, mm-hmm. in some daycares, maybe transportation is a thing. So. I would want to know the driving history or, you know, the safety record of the person that's driving my child. Um, For sure. So they talk about positive child-to-child interactions. Are the kids playing side-to-side? Are they encouraged to work together? And then also it gets more specific into caring for infants, which I'll skip over because we don't have infants anymore i know (sighs) Um, but for anyone that does like i said we will post this list so you can look at that and then um there's a few more but it's talking about after your visit so trust your instincts and also your child's reactions to the teachers and environment i couldn't agree more on that we did finally do um, a visit to the school mm-hmm. for Charlie. Well, and for me too, because I had not seen it because of COVID. And like I said, we were doing individual kind of tours. Girlfriend made herself at home. Oh my! She gosh, was all so up in the funny. classroom, and you know the kids can be a little timid at first around a new environment, new people. Uh uh-uh. uh. It was more like Phil chasing her through the building as she went room to room, pulling up chairs, sitting. Like that she was so, so funny, comfortable. I'm like, I could well, see Remy doing that, that too. She's oh, it actually made me feel better because yeah. I'm like, okay, she felt comfort. Yeah, I could see Remy do it too. But you just you never know how they're picking up on the space if they feel the same way as you. Right. So, so true. Yeah. So that's the checklist, and like I said, I there are it. more specifics within it. But some good food for thought. Can't wait to read that <sighs> article. 
article and I can't I'm I'm excited for the kids Jack Charlie Remy one day and I think just once we get into it it'll calm my nerves oh yeah like okay I I always do better once I'm in a situation versus just thinking of all the different scenarios and what ifs and buts Mm -hmm. exactly (laughs) and then once you're in it you're just like oh I worried about so many things I didn't have to (laughs) exactly note to self (laughs) chillax So shall we do um, a little mom fashion time? Yeah, let's do our mom fashions. I'm like looking. It's so funny. I've been looking at my list and I'm like, which one am I going to do? (laughs) Do you want to go? Yeah, sure. I will go. I think I'm going to do one that I've been wanting to do. No. Mm, Which one am I going to do? Okay, I'm going to. So my mom fashion. uh, I, I know I've talked about it a little bit, but just to remind everybody, I've had a rough three months I would say with the transition of Remy going from crib to toddler bed because she started to climb out of her bed and with that being said at the office she's always been really good she sleeps in her pack and play naps have always been the easiest I would say for her and she started to climb in to her pack and play and out of her pack and play when she started to do the whole crib stuff so um, it wasn't a big deal. She plopped in, you know, and then she rarely would be coming out. I'd be pulling her out. But a couple of times she started to pull herself out and all of a sudden she'd be like at the door from her nap. And I'm like, hey, how'd you get out of bed? <laughs> so Jack was actually there with me one time. I'm sitting at the desk, which is right near her pack and play, and he's kneeling between the two of us. So not a whole lot of room. While she was, he was playing with her while she was in the pack and play and like, tossing her in there and she's laughing and whatever and all of a sudden I glance over Jack goes do you see this because she was trying to climb out and he turned his head towards me to say do you see this I turned my head to look and in that split second she I think she thought Jack was going to catch her she fell face first out of her pack and play and landed on her face so it's like and like it was black and blue crying really hard that black and blue on her nose i didn't even know where she had fallen because it was between jack and the pack and play and he was between us so i didn't even see how she fell yeah i did see her body in the air and then like the the top of her head on the other side of jack so i knew her neck was like i don't even know what happened to her i'm glad i almost didn't see it but then i also was like where did she fall he's like i don't know i don't know it happened so i'm like where did she fall on her face like where did she fall on her head like was it i thought it was the side of her head it ended up being right on the side of her nose like she literally fell nose first into the ground and it is not soft like it's carpeted but it is not soft poor baby girl she's okay so she's okay yeah she she ended up getting black and blue um nose head yeah and have to call the doctor or you just watched her um i ended up did i i did end up bringing her to the doctor because a couple days later she got this lump under her eye and I was just like, what oh, is yeah. that? It ended up being a sty. So I don't know mm-hmm. if from all of the trauma. <laughs> sty from falling in and yeah, and it hit wasn't the ground. Like, and it wasn't on her lid. It was like right underneath it, which is why I, I didn't mm-hmm. think it was a sty. And I just feel like it was so close to her injury, not only the timing, but like the location, that I was like, I'm just going to bring her to the doctor to be sure. Yeah. This was actually the first doctor's visit. <laughs> Just like a side I was just going to say, I'm going to take back what I said about 10 minutes ago about the girls never being to the doctor. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Injuries are totally different. But yeah, I, this was that. That was also the first time I didn't go with her to the doctors because you <gasps> only have one parent. It was Jason. Yeah. And apparently she screamed bloody murder the entire oh. time. And I didn't even it didn't even dawn on me. She How her she, comfort, which yes. is you. And that's what Jason said. He's like, mm-hmm. she just wanted mama. Like, she was like, mama, mama, yeah. mama. And I was like, oh, I didn't even think about oh. that. I just assumed, you know, she's comforted by you. She's comforted by me. But I didn't even think that I've been yeah. the only one, God, if not the two of us. On top of breaking Oh, my heart. God. I felt horrible. And so, yeah. Anyways, that's like a, a really lengthy one. But, yeah, mom fashion is... She fell face first out of her pack oh, and play with God. me right there. Baby now, girl. granted, she has never tried to climb out again. <laughs> she learned. She's a <laughs> she, smart cookie. She learned. She definitely <laughs> learned. So, 
But yeah, that was a tough, that I felt horrible. I'm Good so- thing it's not the wasp uh, incident where oh. you're like, trust mama and falls. You're like, uh-uh, no one caught me last time. <laughs> I know. I felt so bad. I'm like, I started to just nurse her because she was so upset. Yeah. And then I'm trying to like look at her head and her face. And then all of a sudden I saw when I flipped her, I saw the side of her nose because it was almost like, like little... I don't know, slightly broken blood vessels, like very minor, but just on the side of her nose. And I was like, oh my gosh, she totally fell right here. And I'm like icing her head, which she is hating. (laughs) She's probably like, that's not even where I (laughs) fell, mom. Uh, So anyways, that is my mom fashion. (laughs) All right. Well, mine is short. Okay, good. (laughs) (laughs) So I changed Charlie standing up. I've been doing it for quite some time now no you are better than me I try I can't (laughs) it's gotten a lot easier I actually learned about it the springtime when I started thinking Montessori and that's a big thing in Montessori is as soon as they can walk diapering them upward having them be a part of the process walk them through it giving them a little dignity through Mm -hmm. it so I'm like oh well if I'm gonna be a teacher I'm gonna have to learn this I better start practicing yep so (laughs) that's um where I really started but so I usually do it with Charlie standing on the floor but when we're in her room I still use her changing table um so she's pretty tall up there and so hold on do you do it when she poops too yeah you got to do it standing the whole time. Oh, my God. And funny you say that because this one's about poop. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to say after nap time, she usually always just poops. She does. She's an afternoon pooper. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and so so funny. I'm changing her and uh, she just wasn't having it. And so I'm trying to wipe her, Trisha. Girlfriend starts backing up. I mean, her dresser and her changing pads right against the wall. But yeah. You know, she's giving me like the little booty, like, nope, mm-mm, you can't have my booty oh my to wipe it. She starts, basically her bum is rubbing against the wall and it's getting smeared in poo. <laughs> no! <laughs> I'm like, come on, baby. And then, of course, I'm like, I'm trying to <laughs> get her clean. I'm like, oh, the wall, I don't want her to keep backing up into the wall. <laughs> oh my gosh poo wall yeah so i got to wash charlie and the wall so my <laughs> my mom fashion is we had a little poop smear situation going on <laughs> oh man i gotta figure out the standing up thing yeah usually it's not too bad that was when i first thought about doing it. i was like how do you do it with poo but it's not as messy as you would think I mean, ignore the story I just told, but it's <laughs> I usually... Was say, I was like, uh, oh, contraire. <laughs> it usually goes pretty well. So oh definitely gosh. helpful if they do a little bending so you can really get in there, but doesn't, <laughs> exactly. they usually don't. They usually I know. don't do and that for you. has got a deep crack. Like we've said it forever. <laughs> she's got a deep crack. Like she's got a nice booty and she it's does. hard to get in there. She's had a great little baby booty since she was born. I know. It's so round. It's <laughs> so like, oh. round. She's like what sculptures are made of. They're like, oh, that is our muse. That is our beauty muse. Uh, When we take off her diaper in the morning and give her nudie time, we call them sticky buns. We're like, bring those sticky buns over here. So funny. That's so cute. Oh, that's a good one. I hope everyone enjoyed our mom fashions. Yes. uh, Until next time. (laughs) Until next time. Ciao. Ciao.